people talk to them every day. Ooh, it's time to get slow. Oh my God, hey y'all. Hey, I'm gonna give you a second to come in and then I'm gonna do what I do best. I'm gonna start sharing this all over the place. And then I'm going to let you meet, I don't know if I wanna call her a miracle, I don't know if I wanna say, I don't know what I wanna call it, a phenomenon is what I told her. And then I'm gonna let you meet her in just a minute. But you do me a favor, while you're coming on, tag your prayer partner, tag someone you know that's walking, working in purpose with you, and let's invite them in. I am, um, of course, Lakeisha Johnson, AKA LMJ, and this is Christ Unbound Purpose. And we're gonna get started in just a minute, but we're gonna start sharing. Hey, Monique, hey, y'all, hey. Um, we're gonna start sharing this video um, in our important places. I'm getting ready to put it in my groups. I'm getting ready to share it with um, my friends. I'm getting ready to share it with my family. And I want you to do it to do the same. I want you to start sharing it with the people that are important to you so that you can hear just how God is and just how God does and just um, how, uh, how well God operates even when we don't understand or know what's going on. This woman of God is going to apply pressure in the spirit realm today. And the reason that I'm saying she's going to apply pressure in the spirit realm because she is going to be living proof of what I say often that, um, I don't know, God does things beyond what we can imagine, right? And God does things that are beyond um, even our limitations. I got one more share to do. Um, and if you'll do me a favor and um, invite somebody to take mom to come watch it with us, invite um, somebody you wouldn't likely invite because I want you, um, I want you to hear her story. Um, I want you to hear her testimony. And um, I think when you see it, um, you'll be like, oh my gosh, God is so real. God is so, so big, so welcome to cup. Christ Unveiling Purpose with my special guest today. And guess what? This is live in person. And I've authored Melissa Pope. I have not been live in person with someone sitting on the couch with me um, for a couple of years now. The pandemic, and then I took a pause on the show, so I squeeze you. Because we started. And if you see me squeeze you, it's because I'm so excited about um, this time with you. Thank you for being my guest. Um, say hello to the audience. Hello, everyone. Um, yeah. Um, so, I, y'all know we have been in this season of study and purpose. We have been in a place in which we are just asking Christ or asking God to reveal purpose to us, how to live on purpose. Um, we don't want to live in anything less than that. We're not chasing purpose, we're chasing God, right? Um, because if we try to chase purpose, Right? We can be led to the wrong spaces, but if we chase God, we will always end, end, end up in the right place where we've been going through the book, Chase That Line by Mark Batterson, and it's been powerful within itself, and it's leading us, and it's captivating us, and it's giving us direction to take risks and to take chances, because the one thing that I know is you're going to have to take a risk, you're going to have to take a chance, and you're going to have to put your trust and the one that created you. We don't put our trust in man. I think that's been some of the worst mistakes that we've made in life and over time is trying to put our trust in thinking that we're trusting man, but we are not trusting.
are trusting God. Can you put that in your notes and comments today? I'm not trusting man, I'm trusting God. I'm not trusting a person with my future. Who I'm trusting with my future is God. And what better woman today, author Melissa Poe, to tell and share you her story about trusting God. So welcome her to the platform as you're sharing the video. And we're gonna get started, okay, today. So um, just give me a little background. Like, did you always want to be a writer, or what, what happened? No, I never even had to get my thoughts to ever be an author. Okay. It's just the plan of God. Yeah. Because I graduated school with a GPA of a 1.06, but that did not define who God called me to be. With the wait, 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 like with a 1.06. 1.06. So really with no aspirations for college. No, ma'am. No big dreams. No, ma'am. How can you dream when you're not educated? Because literally something that you shared to me, shared with me that was so powerful is really you're considered to be illiterate. Yes, right? I am. I am. How do you write books? See, I told y'all, this is going to be the interview that proves God is so real. This is going to be the interview that proves how big God is and that he works out of what we think is normal. How do you become an author of 14 books considered to be illiterate, graduate school with a one point, come on, our GPA? Who, do, who else does that but God? So what, what was going on with you when you graduated high school? Like, what had you consented to? Were you going to go just work or were you, what were you doing? Really, I had no thought of a future. Because of my GPA, I got struck out on drugs. Yeah. But the Lord delivered me. Because he has a plan. He has a plan. And he has a great plan. Yes, Lord. And even in what we think is the rut, mm -hmm. the pits, All right. the valley, he still sees us. Mm -hmm. So your 1.05 GPA was irrelevant to him. Yes, Lord. So, so after deliverance, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. How was God framing you? What was He saying to you? I sold out in knowing God through the power of prayer. What God taught me His voice, and God told me I was very articulate. Yeah, I said articulate, and that's where a person uh, that's illiterate, you're able to um, write it out. Yeah, but you can't write. I can write a little bit, yeah. but what I know me draw. Come on, okay, okay. So drawing out what you feel, mm -hmm. drawing out what you hear from God. Mm -hmm. And then hear God start saying to you, what did he do? Wake you up and say, you got a book in No, I was talking to an individual, uh -huh. um, and she was going through some stuff. Mm -hmm. And I said, I wonder where did this come from? Mm -hmm. And that's how my first book was birthed for. Or your repeat of your generation. Yeah. Don't make me slap you. <laughs> yeah. We deal with generational um, dysfunction all the time through ministry, through the word, through where we are, right? So what you just said is powerful within itself, right? Yes, so as you get the impartation and divine inspiration of what say it again, the title again? Or your repeat of your generation. What was God saying to 
the Lord was saying a lot of times people, they don't know who they are. And a lot of times they walk in a repeated generation that's stagnated. Don't, they have not, in other words, became acquainted with the God on the inside of them, yeah. of the eye that's within us. Yeah, yeah. And when we're not, right, mm -hmm. we're limited to whatever our situation's potential, mm -hmm. right? I'm limited to who and what my mother was. I'm limited to who and what my grandmother mm -hmm. was. I'm limited to if somebody tells me Little Rock, Arkansas doesn't produce world-renowned authors, then I've never moved beyond the place of world-renowned authors, mm -hmm. right? And so in your process, he's revealing this to you. And so how do you write it? Or what did you, what was your task? And, okay. I can do basic writing. Uh -huh. And when you read the books, you know, I give God all the glory. Yeah. Uh, I've got a lot of reviews back on how powerful it was, but you can tell it's ele elementary yeah. in the writing, but it's, it's, it's powerful. Yeah. But I write and I draw and yeah. I do voice records. Yeah. And then if you need something further, somebody comes in and will type it out for you. That's correct. I had a scribe. Okay. This is so This is exactly how um, this is exactly how God works. God operates in the supernatural. Yes, and I think that we so much want to experience God in the natural that we miss God. We miss that we miss God and somebody is saying that this video is low. Let me make sure on my end that it's not that we miss God. We miss God in the supernatural. We're missing the power of who God is and the witness of the Holy Spirit because we're operating at a limited capacity that restrains God. And I don't think God ever meant for us to restrain him when we do, mm -hmm. right? And so when he was saying, okay, I need you to write a book, what were you saying? I said, not me, Lord. Okay. I was in denial. But one thing about it, I heard the voice of the Lord. How did you learn that? Because many people struggle with that. I do a lot of fasting and praying, laying on my face before the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, and it brings us to a place where we understand what's the difference between our voice, mm -hmm. his voice, yes. and the voice of an enemy. That's right. That can only be achieved in prayer. That's it. That's not how to walk on the street. Mm -hmm. That can only be achieved in prayer. Mm -hmm. So you must have been doing a lot of things. Each month of January, I mean, each year of January, I give myself to the Lord and I do a month fasting. Mm -hmm. And consecrate. Yes, ma'am. And then he downloads. He downloads. He will. He will do. He will. He People will. don't think he do because we so we want the now, mm -hmm. right? And he will do it, right? Yes, he, will. he will pull it right in and give us every answer we need. He will give us the wisdom he would need. He will give us the knowledge. He will give us the understanding. Um, he will give us the understanding that we need. So how did you get past the fear? Realizing that it's an enemy to the spirit. Because the Bible said, I can do all things through Christ. And God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, Talk to and us. of love, and of yes. sound. Talk to us, come on. You know, and I praise God that, you know, I wrote a book um, here on purpose, not by accident. It was seen as if I had no purpose with yeah. everything that I've gone through in my life. Yeah. But I tapped into the God that's down on the inside. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that God called me to be an officer. Yeah. And that's what made me perfect. Yes, right. I think um, one of the biggest things for me is we always try to find purpose outside of us, mm -hmm. right? Purpose in a marriage, uh, purpose in schooling. And the thing that I know to be true about any of those things is those things can go away, mm -hmm. right? People die, mm -hmm. right? When my husband left, um, I found myself in a place of trying to figure out what was life like outside of him, right? And that God began to minister to me and say, your life wasn't complete in him. Your marriage was on purpose for me, right? Mm -hmm. So even though his life has ended, purpose still mm -hmm. continued, right? So even though your GPA was 1.05, even though you had experiences with drugs, God was definitely saying, I'm getting ready to show you how um, all things work for you. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Okay. Because media called when only a few are chosen. And so you had to accept that, right? I did. When the thoughts were coming, what were you saying? Like, you know, when the thoughts were saying, uh, when, when the enemy was trying to tell you, you cannot write. But the enemy can't talk to you when you know God's voice. Come sit there. Keep talking. You can share. I, okay. He doesn't, he doesn't have, he doesn't have rights, right? Now. And, and not only that, but you, you have to know that you've been called to do what you do in the kingdom of God. And the Lord, you know, stamped his approval upon me. He saw the best in me. And I give God glory for that. Yeah. You just helped me. <laughs> because you just helped me. I can't, I'm almost speechless, and I'm not ever really speechless. But what you just said is absolutely right, right? Mm -hmm. When I know that I know that I'm not going to be double-minded, that I'm not going to be unstable, mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna second guess what God told me. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna sit my butt right down and write. Mm -hmm. Or I'm gonna sit my butt right down and have cup, right? Mm -hmm. and, and bring people on, right? Mm -hmm. Or I'm gonna walk into LMJ Ministries, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, I did not know the voice of God. My process was a little reversed. I, hit, I heard him a little bit, mm -hmm. but I am obedient to God to a default, right? Mm -hmm. And will you just trust me in the next season of your life? And I trusted. And then I had to spend that time. I had to spend a year and a half mm -hmm. in a fast, in a consecration. I fasted almost the whole year of 2017 for God to reveal to me, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm calling you to do. And this is the level of obedience that it's going to require. We require it out of you. So when you started talking to your family and friends um, about this is what God has called me to do, what kind of responses were you getting? Well, I thank God for my family. Yeah. God set it up. Yeah. Okay. He called me to preach first. Okay. Okay. And I said, surely not me, Lord. Yeah. I said, if you really called me, I need you to prove it to me. I didn't have a job. Yeah, I had a hopeless uh, life, Lord. Yeah. And I said, Lord, if you really calling me, yeah. I need you to bless me with a job by this time next week. Mm. God will honor your request. To prove that he is God. Don't make me run in this building. <laughs> Don't make me run in this building. I told y'all it was going to be something today. Come on now. Keep talking to me. He, he will. God so, taught me his voice. And I remember uh, I was uh, Walmart's called me for an interview. Yeah. I didn't have a car, no money, no nothing. And I asked my brother if he would take me to the interview. Yeah. Lo and behold, he got me there over an hour or something late. 
But the woman said, you still want the job? Yeah. And I said, yes, ma'am. So something wrong with short. I remember going back home, laying on the floor in my mom's trailer house. The Holy Spirit woke me up and said, you remember what you asked me? He said, I did it. Put us in a box. It put us in that cage. Mm -hmm. 
But if you have to decree and declare that this nightmare is over, mm -hmm. and I, I got like a, a jail cell, mm -hmm. but the book is very powerful. Mm -hmm. And putting ourselves in a position and place to understand that. Um, and you guys can find any of these books on Amazon? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, so if you go to Amazon, and I'll share some links afterwards, Barnes & Noble, you can connect to her, you can get those books there. Um, how do we even recognize that we're in a, in, a, in a box? Your mind. Okay. Your mind gives you evidence that you're mm -hmm. in a box, right? Repetitive patterns, mm -hmm. doing things the same way, right? Your speech. Yes, sir. I can always tell what someone is by their speech. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you tell me afterwards. Whatever you say to me is what's in your heart, mm -hmm. right? That's right. Whatever's coming out of your mouth is what's in your heart. That's right. And then sometimes we'll try to have a second afterthought. But that first thought that came out of our mouth is really what's in our heart, right? So we have to begin to recognize. And one of the things that I pray for myself often is, Lord, allow me to be self-aware. Because sometimes we're not even aware that we're imprisoned or we're, we're locked in. What has been some of um, the feedback that you've gotten from people who read your books? That they've been delivered. I did a um, book signing um, at Barnes and Noble here in Little Rock, mm -hmm. and I had one of the young ladies uh, that bought this book, the friend myself, the nightmare's over, but she testified on how it brought her deliverance, how it caused her to forgive. Yes. Because forgiveness is real. Yes, it is. And how important is it? It's very important. Yeah, and I think for anybody who wants to really live on purpose, um, everything you do needs to begin with forgiveness. Yes, right. Uh, um, we got to go back and forgive ourselves. We got to forgive those that hurt us. We got to forgive those. And one of the things that the Lord has really been dealing with me lately is, and it's brought me to a place to forgive people more, is saying, "How do you think Jesus felt when you acted like this?" Does it make sense? Like, because pretty much if it's an offense to us, at some point, we probably did it. Mm -hmm. And coming back to a space to say, how do I think that Jesus felt when I acted like this, right? And that humbles me because it also reminds me so that I don't get inflated in my thinking, I don't get petty, I don't get haughty, that I... Um, sin, I mess up, I have issues, and when I come back to the place and say, how do how I think Jesus felt when I did this? It pulls me back in a space of humbling myself and letting God do a great work in my heart, and then also pushing my space into forgiveness, and also making a decision, you know what, I have to purpose not to be offended because things in life, you know, could offend us. So now, um, the work of an author is not always easy. Right, but so what are some of the things that you um, do when you're writing? Is it just a continuous writing? Like, are you writing um, all the time without no disruption? Do you pull yourself away? Do you write in spaces? How? What? What's the process? Um, I write constantly. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Um, I write uh, the the longest I've written has been like 14 hours. Ooh. Okay. Because I was hearing God and I was in that flow. Yeah, and it's important to stay close. Yes, ma'am. Okay, and I think sometimes we allow life or distractions to pull us out of the flow. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and that's one of probably my biggest things lately is dealing with um, dealing with the distractions, pulling myself back in so I can stay focused. Mm -hmm. How would you encourage somebody? I cannot believe we're almost out of time. Goodness, that went past. How would you encourage somebody today to follow the voice of God or to live on purpose? Okay, thank you. Um, and thank you for having me. Yes. I would tell them to get in the Word. Yeah. And go before the Lord and know that you can do all things yeah. through Christ that's strengthened you. I was coming from uh, Birmingham and the Lord gave me a message to give his people. Me being 1.06. God said, tell him, I said, you can make it. Mm. In spite of what you're dealing with, what you're looking at, mm. the words from the master is, you can make it. You can make it. Coming from a world point six to writing 14 books. Yes, ma'am. Um, to being featured on KTHV. Yes, To being book signs in Barnes and Noble. You are, I like to use the word anomaly. You are a you are a truth, a living epistle is the best way I'm going to say it. You are a living epistle and a testimony to the fact that God is real. Yes, he is. Um, he can do the supernatural yes, if we allow him to. Mm -hmm. um, if we take ever take the limitations off, he will orchestrate our lives the way that he intended to orchestrate our lives if we will take the limitations off. And we don't have to, it's not that I'm saying we don't work, but we don't work it, the, our work is vain. And I think in a society that teaches us to outwork God, because that's what this society does, I don't care what anybody tells me, that's why we overwork, that's why we're tired, that's why the mental warfare is greater, that's why we are having greater mental health issues. We are in a world that teaches us to work for everything instead of living in a kingdom that teaches us to faith for everything, right? And even though the word, the world, the word tells us a man don't work, they don't eat, I truly believe the Lord is telling us to work our faith, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Hebrews tells us without faith, it's impossible to please God. Never says without work. Right. Says without faith. It's impossible to leave. Please, God, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for giving us just a glimpse of your story. This is just a piece of her story. And if these 30 minutes have impacted you, go get one of her books. Um, go get connected to who she is. Um, I'm going to put the links in here. I hope that this story encouraged you that you could live in the impossible. Leave them with whatever you want to leave them. What do you want to share with us before you go? I want to say I thank God on how I tapped into the supernatural yeah. of God. Yeah. That's how I'm able to write. It's supernatural. Yeah. Only God can. Only God can do it. Yeah. And even if, when you said something powerful when you were saying um, it's simple writing, mm -hmm. but I think the word is supposed to be understood in simple writing. Yes, um, I think that's part of the problem sometimes. I love words. Um, I, I, but I've learned that when I preach, if, you, if a little kid can't get it and take a revelation from it, then I don't know that I've executed. So the fact that you've written an understanding, and even the Library of Congress, um, 
I worked for um, an organization in which I had to develop pam pamphlets. Mm -hmm. The Library of Congress suggests that you write most things at a third grade level. Like if you want a certain population of people to understand it, that it should be written from a third grade level so that they can understand it. And most of us will be want to sound so eloquent and so profound, but wordiness is not necessarily godliness, right? Because I'm wordy, because I'm showing my smarts, all right? Um, doesn't that necessarily mean anything. So thank you, author, woman of God, pastor, apostle, whatever I allow you working this in the body. Thank you for bringing your truth to us today. Thank you for even being transparent, saying I had a 1.5 GPA. Um, thank you for um, being true to the call of your life. And thank you for encouraging me, for saying, because you said something today that unlocked. Every time I have one of these interviews, my cup always gets full, and I'm left with something that pushes me even further to the call and the destiny of my life, because iron sharpens iron. Mm -hmm. And if you sit at the table with people and you don't lead with anything, it's not because the person didn't give you anything, it's often because we shut down and we don't receive, right? So thank you for saying what you said when you were like, I know the voice of God, and so the devil can't talk to me. I needed to hear that, because I know the voice of God, right? And, and so any maturity um, that's in it, that has been in me before, just left out because that's how deliverance happens, right? Deliverance is not a natural thing. I know the voice of God. And in the places where I may not know, it's my responsibility to dig deep and to get into my father's lap and to fast and pray because sometimes he'll reveal stuff that we don't know. And the only way in the place that it happens is in those intimate spaces. So you have encouraged us and you have left us feel up. And I hope you took something from this today. And I will see you guys back next week on Cup. Um, may your life be so fulfilled with the purpose and the call of God in your life that you would never want anything else. Like, I'm praying that for you today, that your life be so fulfilled with the call of God and the purpose of who God is that you will never ever long. Do me a favor, this story needs to be shared and heard absolutely everywhere. If you're on YouTube, copy the link and tell people, you need to know who author Melissa Poe is, you need to know her. Share the video and say, you need to know this woman about, you need to know this story. If she can, I can, right? Because God has no respect for a person. If you have a child that's in school and not excelling and doing well, instead of you harping so much on that, she's testimony, testimony that what looks like it could be bad or endless is not over yet. So don't give up in faith. Stay consistent in your prayer life and watch God work. And I'll see you next week. I want to make one announcement because the registrations are coming in. If you did not know, we released um, registration for Pillow Talk, um, our event for women, by women. We're featuring Teresa Cates. Nay Hatton will be here, and um, we will, 
experience God like never before. Do not wait on your registration. You can experience it online and or you can experience it also um, via in person right where we're sitting. Um, we're gonna have a paint party. Go get connected, go get registered today. Don't wait on your registration. Um, if you're a partner with the ministry, you can get your partner discount code. Send us an email info at justbeinglj.com. I wanna see you June 11th at Pillow Talk. I wanna see some of you guys in the morning on the prayer call. Um, when we pray together, it just unlocks and it does things. And thank you for that because that's further confirmation of how important this prayer call. And we will see you back next week. I love you. May you live life on purpose and nothing keep you from that. In Jesus' name, amen. And I'll see y'all next week. Love, peace, and blessings. Ooh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you.